Welcome back to Gab with Gabby, the podcast, the potty. Let's talk some shit, shall we? Welcome back. Welcome back. If you're listening to this, it is maybe Friday Junior. Happy Friday Junior, all your juniors. I don't know. I mean, I think everyone can probably relate to this. There is something about this weather, the daylight, leaving my house at 530 and not feeling like I'm walking, like I'm in pits of despair of darkness, just has me in such a phenomenal mood. I've been going on some walks in the middle of the day um, for a little work break, and it's just, oh, the vitamin D is really, it really has been life-changing. I hope all of you guys have had a great week. I hope you had a good weekend, too. Um, I went out for St. Patrick's Day with a couple of my friends. Don't worry, it's all the people that I see all the time, Deb. One of my very few friends, Amanda, her sister Katie, and her boyfriend Jordan. Can't leave him out. And so we went to this place called Bun Ratties, which is an Irish bar in Reading. And food was good. Everything was fine. It wasn't really, but whatever. Not the point of the story. The point of the story is that the last time that I was at Bun Ratties was when I had what I call the plague. It was like two... Fall of 2019, I was so sick for essentially two weeks. Ears were blocked up, basically like death. This was like the first day that I'd gotten out of the house. And like, who knows how long I went mattress shopping with Amanda because she was moving into her new apartment. I'm like dead. But like, talk about being a good friend. I'm like literally the plague and I'm here mattress shopping with you. And still, that's not the part of the story that I was trying to get to. Here we go. I left my number on the receipt for the waiter, and that was the first time I'd ever done that. And yes, he was probably like 21 years old, and yes, he reminded me of someone that I used to hang out with in college, which is exactly why I did it. Um, And no, no, he didn't ever text me back, but I was like transported back to that when I was feeling like death and then really on the edge because I'd left my number on a receipt. And I want to know, do you guys do this often? Is this a thing? Like, do people actually do this? Is it just something from the movies? Um, and if you have left your number on a receipt for a waiter or a server or whatever, has it worked? Um, I also, I was a server for like three months almost. Um, I worked at Barcelona Wine Bar in Brookline and no one ever left their number for me, sadly. Um, so yeah, I just want to know. I guess on the flip side, if you've been a server, has ever has anyone ever left their number for you? And if so, did you call them back? Okay, for my song obsessions this week, um, we have As I Am by Justin Bieber and also Ghost by Justin Bieber. So for those of you that don't know, Justin Bieber released his new album called Justice on Friday. And y'all, I felt like it was 2009 again. I was an OG Bieber fan. Uh, Me and this girl, Kira, that I was friends with at the time, we were like those girls that knew about him like just slightly before he got popular. And then when everyone else loved him, we're like, well, we've, we've loved Justin for like way before all of you guys. Um, we went to his concert junior year and that was just like a, a spiritual 
experience, might I add, but also very traumatic and just not a story that I'm going to bother telling. So anyways, I felt like I was back in high school waiting for Justin Bieber to drop an album and hoping not to be disappointed because his last album wasn't really my shtick. So anyways, I'm obsessed with As I Am and I'm obsessed with Ghost, also by Justin Bieber. I forgot already if I've said that or not. This is really difficult sometimes. I don't think you guys realize. Um, They are so good. There are a couple of other songs on the album that I really like too. And then there is also an MLK interlude that I don't really know what it's in there a couple times. He has uh, some MLK speeches in there a couple of times. And I don't really know if that's the time and place for them. But he did that. So anyways, one thing I forgot to mention last week that someone I'm going to name drop Amanda, my friend Amanda sent to me was when I asked, you know, what song everyone was obsessed with, she said that she's been listening to puppy calming music on Spotify because she just got a new puppy and she's just basically trying to keep her as calm as possible. And I thought that I need to point that out because poor Amanda can't even listen to real people music because she has to calm her puppy. Um, And I did also want to say thank you to everyone that's been sending in their submissions. Um, I keep expecting to have people send in songs that I know. Like, oh yeah, like this is great. But for the most part, of all of the submissions, both this week and last week, yeah, because I think I've done two rounds, I haven't known majority of the songs, which is awesome because that means I'm learning new songs. Um, so yeah, if you haven't checked it out yet, the playlist is Gab with Gabby's Weekly Obsessions on Spotify. And yeah, I'm just going to keep adding to it. I think it's fun. And if you have listened to it and are enjoying it, thank you. And another thing on the topic of music is that I was listening to my One Direction Daily Mix. Don't judge. Yes, that is my, it was Daily Mix number one. That's how you know it's like at the top of my, um, my Spotify algorithm. And I must have run out and all of a sudden WAP comes on and I'm like, what is going on? And it basically was like, you know how they create a radio station for you based on what you've just been listening to that's totally fine and normal except like I and maybe I'm alone here but I just don't see how WAP really fits in with like the One Direction Ariana Grande vibe that I had going on I was not complaining don't get me wrong I just thought that was a bit of a left field toss from Spotify last week I talked about dating the pandemic and I have a little bit more for that as well today but one of the things that I said was that I got drunk and Gib did as Gib does and one of my friends texted me and was like you really should tell a story about who Gib is and how she came to be because not like people might not know what that is and she was like honestly I don't even know how that started so here is me giving you guys the introduction of Gib. So I joined a sorority my sophomore year at BU and my big and my grand big just randomly started calling me Gibby, Gabby, Gibby. That It's a natural, that's a normal um, transition, I guess. And at the time, I remember being a little bit offended because I was like, are you equating me to a chubby awkward boy from iCarly like I I, like at first I hated it and that was just me like projecting my insecurities honestly um 
But as time went on, more people started calling me Gibby, and then it got shortened to Gib. I have a friend, Emily, who calls me Gob, like all of all of the variations. And it just got to the point where Gib became my alter ego, I guess. Like when I get drunk and do stuff that sober me maybe wouldn't have done, that was me. It was not me. It was Gib. Gib did that. Um, Gib empowers me to do a lot of things. For example, she empowers me to shop while I'm drunk. Gabby shops while she's sober too, but then Gib does some more drunk shopping. You know what I mean? Um, Gib slips on the floor of a bar in Hyannis and lays there in embarrassment. Gabby wouldn't do that. Gabby wouldn't fall. Or if she did, Gabby would just get right back up. No, no. Gib, that's not what Gib does. Um... So I figured I would kind of give that context here because she is such a part of my life now that we're, you know, we're, we, there is so much overlap, but at the same time, like if I'm drunk, like it's Gib. If I'm like tipsy, we're Gabby, we're fine. Um, And I figured that might help you with a little bit of context as I tell stories and obviously like right now, no one's getting belligerently drunk and doing stupid shit, or I'm doing a lot less of that. But hopefully things start to open back up again, and the true Gib can come out. I'll give another example. Um, I follow someone on Instagram who's from like the bachelor world and who is very open about her finding out that she has very low like ability to get pregnant like very low fertility levels and granted she's like 30 or something and I'm only 26 I'm turning 27 we won't talk about it and I had like seen that a couple times like she posts about it pretty often and then I was up in North Conway with my friends um and we were out for dinner and had had a few espresso martinis and as you know that's always how the story goes and Gib decided you know what I'm gonna do I'm going to put my HSA money that for those who don't know, um, that's money that I pay into for my health insurance to cover expenses. And uh, Dana-Farber puts in like contributes a certain amount to. And I thought, Gib thought, I thought, uh, debatable on who it was, thought, let me buy this fertility test that this lady always talks about to test my fertility levels. Um... And I obviously told some people about it and they were all horrified. They were like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, like totally. I just, it's just something that I need to know. And so, you know, Gib went ahead and did something that sober Gabby had been thinking about, but hadn't really pulled, pulled the trigger on. So yeah, if that just gives you paints like a a richer picture for you of who Gib is, um, and wanted to leave you with that. I don't know if you guys remember this, but in my very first episode, I mentioned a guy who had blueberries mentioned in every single possible place possible on his profile. So I saw him on Bumble. And then just the other day, as I was, you know, trying to get my money's worth through Hinge, if you listened to last week's episode, you know, and I came across him again. And I... If you're wondering, yes, his entire profile, once again, is all about blueberries. So he at least, for one, is consistent. 
Um, and two, he had something in there that said, I'll fall for you if you're a blueberry. You know, Obviously, at this point, like, I have to believe that this is just, like, a joke to him because I can't imagine that I just... I, I, th- I can't imagine. I just, I can't imagine this person actually wants to be in love with a blueberry. I realize how naive that sounds, but like people are crazy on the dating apps. Like people are insane. So part of me is like, honestly, I don't know, this might, this might just be his thing. Um, And if you're wondering, again, I forgot to click like so that I could ask him these questions myself. It's just at the time I get, I got so, I was like, I can't believe I'm here again. I'm having a, a deja vu. So I had to give you guys that update. And then also, I wanted to mention this one guy that I remembered recently who I was talking to from Bumble and I gave him my number like pretty quickly for like my standards. But I just was like, sometimes it gets annoying to be all up in the app and people use that as an excuse like, oh, I don't check the app. Like I really don't have the notifications on. So anyways, I, I'm like projecting why I I. I gave him my number so easily or quickly none of you guys care but um so he started texting me and the very first thing that he said was like oh great like you don't have um green text meaning I don't have an android and iphone and uh, I was like oh yeah you know whatever I have an iphone like glad that you do too that means you're not a serial killer And first of all, if you do have an Android or a Samsung, yes, I think you're a serial killer. It's fine. Though, I have some friends who apparently unintentionally only date guys with Androids and Samsungs, and that's their cross to bear. Anyways, back to the point of story. So we got onto the topic of serial killers because then this man decided that it was appropriate to say like, yeah, well, I like if I was a serial killer, I'd be attractive or something like that. And like, let me backtrack and say that I didn't even find like this guy was attractive, but he wasn't someone that I was like, holy shit, this is like the hottest person that I've ever talked to on one of these apps. So then we, he sent me a list of like the hottest like serial killers ever. Obviously he didn't put this list together though. I say, obviously, I guess it might not really be all that obvious. He like Googled hottest, um, serial killers ever. And we're like looking at the list. I'm like making a comment about it. And I don't know if I said something like, oh, I'm surprised Ted Bundy is not higher up on the list or something like that. And he was like, well, I'm hotter than Ted Bundy, right? Guys, why is this man putting me in a situation where I have to either stroke his ego or admit to him, as I admit it to myself, that I think Ted Bundy is hotter than this man that I'm talking to. What was I supposed to do in that situation? Um, So I think I probably just didn't respond if I had to guess. I don't remember. I might have said something and just like avoided the question. But most likely what happened is I just didn't respond, which is very much a, a me thing to do. Now for another um, installment of dating the pandemic. We're kind of moving chronologically through the year. Um, it was Labor Day weekend and this guy liked me on Hinge who is Brazilian. This is important to the story. Well, I guess like important to give you context on like my dating because I've never dated. I Well, first of all, I'm Brazilian. Both my parents are from Brazil. Um, but I've never dated someone who is Brazilian, but it's something that is kind of always in the back of my mind where 
I'm going to want to teach my kids to speak Portuguese and have this as part of their culture. And it just would be a lot easier if I didn't have to do it all by myself. So it's something that I think about, but it's not like I actively seek out Brazilians. But so I could tell that he was from Brazil based on his profile. I forget if like he had the location of like where he's originally from as someplace in Brazil. I think that's what it was. So he liked me and he wasn't like 100% my type. But again, you know, I, I try to be open minded, though it probably doesn't even sound that way. So I accepted the like we started talking and he actually was pretty easy to chat with. Um, we transitioned over to text and we talked for a couple of days and he made a comment like, oh, you're fun. We should hang out, blah, blah, blah. In my head, I'm like, yes, I know I'm fun. <laughs> Thank you. Um, just kidding. Not kidding. So we're talking and so, yeah, so that was Labor Day weekend. And then we talked into the week. Oh, but and he had mentioned that he was going to be going away. Okay, let me backtrack. Sorry, you guys probably get whiplash from hearing me talk. I don't know how any of you do this. Um, he told me that he is in the Marines. Um, he also has a master's, which is really cool. He's super well-traveled, I think for work, um, has been to a ton of different places. So I was like, wow, this guy is like really a catch. Um, we weren't talking like all day, every day, which again, you know, I'm trying, I was like trying to work on not necessarily needing that because that's not necessarily a good indication of how a relationship is going to work out. Um, so we're like texting on and off here and there, whatever. And he had mentioned that he was going to be leaving for shooting camp on Saturday, that following Saturday for two weeks. Yes. Shooting camp, like shooting guns. Um, I've never like dated or talked to anyone that's military. So yeah, this is all pretty brand new to me too, if it is for you guys. Um, so we're talking the week and I thought, I was thinking to myself, I was like, realistically, we should try and go on a date like on Friday before he leaves for two weeks, because then otherwise I'm once again in the situation where, yes, you guessed it. I'm talking to someone for two plus weeks before we actually hang out. Did I mention last week that this is a recurring trend? Because it is. So I I wasn't really going to push it because I, that's just like not my speed. Um, and we chatted on like Thursday or something and basically it had like a death in the family um so you know we hadn't really been talking and that was kind of him like justifying you know like he hadn't really been around or whatever um and he once again brought up hanging out so I was like okay if I don't say yeah we should hang out when you're back and specifically make plans I thought he's probably gonna think that I'm just saying that offhandedly which I wasn't I did actually um, want to hang out with him. So we kind of loosely made plans to hang out when he got back. We even talked about where we wanted to go. He asked me like what my favorite restaurants were. You know, I'm embarrassed to say Capo in South Boston, but I say it anyways, that whole thing. So he flies down to Virginia, which is where he was having the shooting camp. And then all of a sudden, now that he's down there, it was all guns, 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 scope this, guns, that. The, during the conversation it was like the only thing that he could talk about was like 
his shooting and he didn't shoot so well, but he thinks he'll get his certification anyways. And I remember thinking like, holy cannoli, like we just went from zero to a hundred. You were able to talk to me about normal things before. Why now is it that the only thing you're able to talk about are these guns and the guns that you're shooting? So whatever, I kind of just like pull back a little bit. He's also super busy. So I'm not like, you know, I'm not trying to talk to him all the time. Um, And then Deb and I went out for a Sunday fun day to watch the Patriots and Southie. And we ended up having ourselves a day, um, which is usually what happens, but it was like a day. So I'm like texting him by the end of the night and I had sent him a picture of my outfit. And let me backtrack and say that I was wearing this super fun Patriots cropped um, sweatshirt that I bought that I buy from this Instagrammer called Cropped Creations. Her Instagram is awesome. She upcycles things and then crops them. The one caveat with that, the one issue is that she crops them according to her free will. So I've bought a ton of stuff that shows up and I'm like, oh, this is cropped, cropped. Like this is really, I mean, just right below the boobs. So I was feeling a little weary of wearing it in the first place because my bralette was longer than it. If you're a boy listening to this, I'm sorry, all of these uh, words probably mean nothing to you. So I you know, like had sent him a picture of the outfit and was like, oh, you know, I was kind of weary of wearing this, like do do do. And he was like, I think, you know, I think it's great. I think it's appropriate and sexy. And I was like, oh, what? First of all, appropriate. I mean, I realized that I said I was afraid it was going to be too short. But if there's one thing is I don't dress myself to be appropriate. That's just not my speed. And then also, sexy I'm like the two don't really go together and I don't really like you saying that to me like it, it was supposed to be a compliment I understand but for some reason I was just like ugh, ugh. okay that's really not those two words I would never use to describe myself so anyways we're like keep, you know keep talking or whatever and um we're texting I'm like still out and let me just say there is some fun to be had when you are drunk and texting a suitor get your mind out of the gutter that's not what I'm talking about but it's just like converse that's when I've had some of the more fun conversations with potential suitors and it also to me is like can you handle me when I'm gib that kind of thing no I'm not like psychotic I'm not saying crazy things but it's just like okay this is me kind of you know, not reserved, guard is down a little bit, I'm being a little goofy, like, can you hang, can you roll with this, or are you a stick in the mud? And the conversation that we ended up having, well, first of all, I think he asked something random about myself, and I was like, I, honestly, I wouldn't even fucking know how to answer that, like, I, what is random about me? I don't think anything, but still, at the same time, I don't really think that you can find someone like me. I obviously didn't say that. This is like my internal monologue. And then we were talking about hobbies maybe. And he was like, oh, I like dry rubbing meats. In my head, I'm like, this conversation is not going to go anywhere because I can't contribute anything to this, first of all. Second of all, I don't actually want to hear about you dry rubbing anything. And third of all, I make the same like three things to eat. And also, again, I'm drunk. Like, this is an opportunity to have a fun conversation. And we are sitting here talking about dry rubbing meats. So I'm already starting to feel like 
I don't know. This is just like not, uh, this is not really going for me. And I was just like kind of getting the sense it was like reserved, which is fine. It's just like, I don't know. You guys could probably tell I'm not, this is not my personality. So um, I text him, he like texts me the next day and I didn't respond because I didn't really want to talk to him. And when I finally responded, I was like, oh, sorry. Like I was kind of hungover, um, just kind of whatever, lounging around all day. And he was like, oh, did you go to bed late? Like, I don't, I, maybe it was like an innocent question, but on in my mind, I'm like, you're not even asking if I like went hard. You're asking if I went to bed late. Like I'm a fucking eight year old that missed her bedtime. So I was like, oh, this is like really not going to work. And I just decided to text him less and less and see if that would cause him to be disinterested. And also at this point, listen, I was starting to feel like an, a military wife and I hadn't even met this person. It's like, good morning. How's your shooting camp? Good night. How's your shooting camp? Like, I was like, where are we going? What are we doing here? And I was, and the worst part was that I thought like, okay, yes, I would give him a chance to meet in person, but I would have to wait two weeks. I'd have to go through two weeks of this boring conversation to meet him in in person to see if like we're compatible. And I was like, I really don't know that that's going to work for me. So I was just, I was pulling back and um, something very unfortunate happened, which is I was on my way home from getting my nails done and I hadn't texted him back in a couple hours. And I was gonna text him when I got home saying like, hey, you know, I'm just not interested, yada, yada, whatever. But something happened and my phone was unlocked and I looked over and I had read his message and I have my read receipts on. And yes, that's how I pronounce them. Read receipts don't come at me for that. And so I had to pull over and draft a, a breakup text. I mean, I, you know, I wasn't like breaking up with him, but, you know, for all intents and purposes, kind of, and say like, hey, you know, I don't think this is going anywhere. I, for, I forget what I said. I definitely did not say that. I said, I said something along the lines of like, I'm not really in a right place to be dating right now, which is whatever. I mean, maybe who knows? Um, so I had to pull over and literally text him because my stupid phone read the message and I didn't want him to think like, oh, she hasn't responded to me in four hours. That enough, mind you, should have been a clue to him, but then also read my texts and then not respond. Um, so yeah, that was one of, that was another dating in a panoramic, uh, story that I had for you guys today. All right. That's all I have for you guys today. Um, that ended up being a little bit longer than my episodes normally are. So sorry about it. Um, I hope you all have a great weekend. It looks like the weather is going to be phenomenal. It is Deb's birthday. Say a prayer for my liver and yeah, let's get after it. Have a great weekend, everybody. (laughs) 